Uh, good morning, Michael. And this is a unique hometown radio show. We're killing two birds with one stone. Uh, we're uh, uh, live on the radio, and we're what the what the TV guys call live to tape on WCTV Channel Three. And uh, today we're talking about a book. Uh, and when you talk about books, you have to talk with the librarian of Williamson County. <laughs> Uh, Dolores Greenwall. Good morning, Dolores. Good morning, bro. How are you doing? I am great. Uh, the three books that we have in hand here. Good morning, Rick Warwick. Good morning, Tom. <laughs> are you awake this morning? I'm always awake since 5 o'clock. Um, I, I understand that. Uh, until uh, uh, yesterday, there, were, there was only one copy of Excellent Citizens and Notable Partings. And... Uh, uh, and all of a sudden, three appeared. <laughs> These things must be mating at the library. <laughs> but uh, uh, but we were here today to talk about uh, the people that made up excellent citizens and notable pairings. Uh, the latest publication. Uh, what's the publishing house? Academy Park imprint. It's Academy Park Press. It's the imprint of the library. And this is the third or fourth library publication of Academy mm -hmm. Park. Third. Third, and it's on sale right now, excuse me, it's for sale right now on a pre-order basis. Yes. Because uh, look at this book, it's, uh, obviously on radio you can't look at this book, but on TV, look at this, and, and uh, uh, Dolores is going to be our Vanna White today. <laughs> She's going to... She's going to be our book model as, uh, 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 as we talk about historical figures in Williamson County from a, a particular age. And that age is what was seen in the Review Appeal that used to be Williamson County's newspaper from 1966 through 1968. Uh, Richard, I was... 16, 17, and 18 yeah. in those times. How, how old were you then? Well, I was a, begin, I was a sophomore in college it's in 66. Uh, see, you look so much younger than I do. Well, uh, I feel young. <laughs> all right. Um, first of all, let's talk about the book, Dolores, and how people can uh, 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 make reservations for their copy. Well, right now we are having a couple of different ways that you can pre-order you can get in touch with us at the library. Um, you can also uh, get in touch with our special collections librarian, Marcia Frazier, who her and Ashley, uh, Florida, did a great job putting this together. And um, you can call or email uh, Marcia-Frazier at williamsoncounty-tn.gov or you can call us at 615-595-1250, and you can be put on the order list. Um, the artwork. Uh, the writing now is right out of the newspaper, and that would be either, either in a feature article or in an obituary. And this is from the golden age of obituaries. <laughs> what has happened to obituaries? Oh, it's <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> they're expensive now. Well, yeah. they're, they're, you, uh, they're, I'm sure they've always been expensive if you didn't want to pay for well, one. Well, that's true. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, 
but here th this was an art. Uh, it's a, a form now. It you is. You just fill in the blanks. That's right. But back yeah. then, it was an art. I noticed though this morning in the Tennessean uh, a, a really fantastic obituary for Reverend Jasper Hatcher, who died out at Locust Ridge uh, area. And uh, it, it was one of those uh, tell the whole story of who this man was that you get in the old-timey obituaries. Um, but you have to pay for it, and it's very expensive. Um. I guess I understand. I haven't had to pay for a lot of obituaries. <laughs> you know, there was mamas, there was daddies. Yeah. I guess the next one I pay for will be mine. Yeah. <laughs> well, write your own. Well, you know, well, that's a... Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't do that and uh, uh, show up for Judgment Day shortly thereafter. <laughs> well, you don't have to exaggerate. Just tell the truth. Huh? Well, <laughs> All right. The book is $25. Is that right? That's right. And, and the art, talking about the art, it was the artist that did these uh, sketches were, was Billy Duke. Yes. Right? So tell, tell us a little bit about him. You know? Well, I think he was, I think he also did work maybe for the Tennessean or the Banner at that time. And uh, he was, I think, the Williamson County Bank had maybe hired him to do these articles for the for the review appeal, and uh, he, he it's really a good sketch. He he's captured the you can recognize the the person by uh, if you know that person or familiar with him you, you can recognize that's who it is. He and and drawing portraits are a special gift, I think. They uh, they certainly are, and Mr. Duke. Uh, was exceptional. Um, I'm going to throw the folks at WCTV uh, curveball because <laughs> we have a little audio problem I've got to fix. We are going to take a break. That, so, Creed, that means uh, you've got a little editing to do, but when we come <laughs> back, uh, Rick Warwick and I are going to talk about some of the people in this book. Uh, we're going to talk about Woody Dickerson. Sure. We're going to talk about Miss Sandlin. And look a here, there's a young Inga Smith. She's still with us. And uh, 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 there are so many people here. You you mentioned the Reverend. Yes. Were you surprised to read in his obituary that he was 91 years well, old? Well, I, I, I figured he was. I was uh, at his birthday uh, uh, at College Grove Seniors, no. uh, and I knew that he was 90. Uh, so 91, he's had a birthday since then. This man... We had a news story on about your predecessor earlier this yes, week uh -huh. uh, about uh, Ms. Joe Bowman, uh -huh. who taught you a few things well, about history, about Williamson <laughs> County history. At her knee, yes. And uh, uh, un unfortunately, uh, she came in uh, for some criticism because she was instrumental in designing the you old know, county seal. That, right. old, that seal is about to change somewhat, but when that seal was designed, it was a different time. That's right. And, uh, and from that standpoint, uh, it's a beautiful seal, uh, so beautiful that it's inlaid into a floor <laughs> oh, yes. downtown. Every... Um, but that's, you know, that apparently is going to change. But we need to thank uh, Ms. Joe Bowman uh, instead of criticize her because she did all of that and probably not for one penny if, uh, over yes. many years. No, yeah. She loved Williamson County. I put her right up there with Ennis Wallace. 
You know, wow. in a Suwamish, you can get him talking about certain things in Williamson County and tears would start rolling. That's how much he loved the county and loved the people. And, for, and Miss Bowman was the same way. She, she uh, dearly loved every inch of Williamson County. Right. See, you've just made Eileen Wallace's day. She's out in Flat Creek listening. I right know, now. bless her heart. I got to go out and see her. Yeah, <laughs> we, both, we both need to do yeah. that. All right, let's take a 60 second break and we'll be right back uh, in uh, uh, Michael. So you will know I'm about to go to the computer and pull a cord and see if that works. All right, back in 60 seconds on the Hometown <laughs> Radio Show. There we go. That, that ought to sound better. I, th I think I can hear. See, the radio station's just across the street, and I can hear it from here. <laughs> Great ears. Um, Rick Warwick, this is not the only book of its kind, and uh, you have collected so many who's who's yes. from, the, uh, from the Review Appeal. Derek Carlisle did who's who, and, and others. Mr. Reams. Yeah, I've done Reams Osborne. Mm -hmm. But these have got, uh, when I first saw it, I thought they were photographs. They're not photographs. No, they're, they are, they're drawings. They're, they're drawings. And let's talk about some of these people because now we're not going to talk about the movers and, well, yeah, a lot of these folks are movers and shakers. They just never knew it. Yeah. <laughs> and, In their own uh, little world. Yeah. Uh, but let, let's start off by, by talking about uh, one person in particular, and you just we just mentioned her, Inga Smith. Yes. From 1968. Six, six, Inga, yeah. this would have been now um, 54 years ago. Inga Smith would have been probably. She's about 97, isn't she? She'd be about 40 yeah. back at this time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you look at this drawing of her. Well, still at 96 or 97, there's no wrinkles. <laughs> and she's all there. She is all there. Mm -hmm. uh, let's talk about Inga Smith because she wasn't born here, was she? She wasn't. You know, her, her uh, story, uh, her autobiography she put out a few, just not too many years ago, uh, is really remarkable because, you know, her family were one of the last to get out of Germany. Uh, being Jewish, they knew that the writing was on the wall, and they, they just made it on the boat according to her details, and then they came to New York, and then eventually she, they were, ended up in Franklin, and, and she's become an institution. Uh, an institution is a good way to put it. Uh, she and her, fa and her family, uh -huh. uh, her father, uh, Opie Myring, mm -hmm. uh, I think, made nylon. Uh, had a yes. factory yes, uh -huh. in Germany, yes. and Mr. Hitler decided he wanted that factory. Dresden, Germany is where yeah. she was from. Oh, wow. Well, so and she was got, lucky to get out got of more ways out, yeah. than one. She it? said she went back not too, too many years ago, and how it, you know, there was nothing there that she would remember because remember that was totally, almost totally destroyed, which is kind of, that's almost a war crime. Um, and Tom, remember the program that we did up honoring the World War II vets? Yes. She was there, and she told her story, and just, I mean, she brought tears to my eyes. It was amazing. Uh, in so many ways, she was a veteran before Jimmy Gentry was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Because she paid a price just like, uh, just like he did. And then she was almost a pioneer in the, in the kindergarten program. 
you know, uh, with her, it's still going on. She has her daycare and and then it uh, being headmaster at Battleground Academy. She's, I mean, well, then Har it was Harpeth, Harpeth Academy. Academy yeah. uh, she uh, she's just a remarkable person. I went to Smith Kindergarten. Did you? Yeah. Uh, in, in fact, before long on this program, we need to talk about uh, uh, people who came out of the Franklin Special. Did you come out of the Franklin Special no, School District? No, no, no. Okay. Um, another lady in here, M Mrs. Was it Mrs. Z. B. Gentry? Yes, Gertrude. I think. Let, let's yeah. Let's talk about Gertrude Gentry. What a, she what a mother! A, Look at the her yeah. children have just uh, you know are are uh, such great citizens to Williams County. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy's the only one left. It, yeah, because uh, Bobby just died recently, and then of course uh, uh, several of the girls. And shotgun, he was kind of a, yeah. He was a, a shotgun was a unique individual. <laughs> yes, Did you I, ever go to one of his games, Huppers? No, I don't eat wild meat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, uh, that happened just a, a few houses down from Gist Street. Uh -huh. and, uh, uh, but see, each one of those gentry people were quality people, were all because of Mother. Mrs. Z.B. And, and you know, that family probably went to more Franklin High School and BGA ball games than any other family. Uh, primarily because there was a gentry coaching. <laughs> coaching it. But they, they, coaching. They, that's right. But they, they really, you know, uh, William, the oldest boy, is, was just a wonderful guy. I enjoyed interviewing him. Um, Tom, there's a, um, a intro by Jimmy Gentry here about his mother. His mother? Read that for us, if you would. Not too long after the telegram came to Terry's house, Another telegram was brought to Franklin. It was springtime, and people were out in their yards. They saw the messenger coming, and they watched him come up to our house and stop. David had been on a bridge over the Mentoro River in Italy. He had been stringing communications wire when the Germans shelled the bridge. He died on April 29, 1944, on the way to the field hospital. He was 24, 21 years old. Mama took down the blue star she had put in the window for David and replaced it with the gold star, which signified his death. The anguish that Mama went through happened to mothers all over America, and they never received the recognition they should have gotten. Uh, and uh, Jimmy was... And that's from his book, An American yes. Life. Uh, and you, you look at this book, Jimmy Gentry is not in there. Well, but Jimmy Gentry is in a lot of other books. Yes, he is. There are many people who aren't in here, but remember now, this is for a three-year period. Once a week. <laughs> 66, 67, 68, in, uh, uh, in a different time when the top circulation of that newspaper might have been, now everybody read it, might have been 10,000. It could have been, yeah, no. easily. 
Um, you know, that's back when the school kids had the contest, you know, if you sold the most uh, subscriptions, you got a bicycle. And that was a great incentive, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, uh, the, even country folks, they would give. Back then, though, the, uh, the subscription was maybe 2 or $3 a year or something. A year? Yeah, a year. It wasn't yeah. nothing. And I think I paid $2.50 <laughs> for a Tennessean this morning. <laughs> Talk about being overpriced. <laughs> and, and, and then I get a great deal on the Herald for a dollar. Yeah. You know. Let's talk about this man. Okay, Woody Wood, Dickerson. Woody Dickerson. Woody Dickerson. He was lived a, near you, didn't he? On he Adams. Lived on, he lived on Adams Street. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he made a living with a camera, and that's hard to do. He did. You know, he came here right after the war, World War II, and uh, he was kind of an institution himself. Uh, his uh, his uh, office, I think, was above maybe the Harpeth Bank, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, the. Uh, the, the candidates were able to acquire his collection of of negatives, and unfortunately, that building burned, uh, or was because of Will Redmond's building next door, and they lost uh, all those negatives melted. Uh, and that is kind of like a library burn. It was. It was because uh, there's a few that I have a few that were left. Uh, there they got a lot of water damage, but I have been able to scan, particularly the, there was a whole section of the Rotary Club that must have been taken in the 60s, and uh, I've been able to capture most of those. Oh, that's good. Um, we don't need to spend a lot of time, or we could spend the whole program on Harry Guffey. Harry that's Guffey. Harry Guffey, right? That's Harry Guffey. A young Harry Guffey. Uh, the, uh, Dr. Harry Guffey, because uh, uh, Dr. Frist wanted him to be, and uh, uh, was, uh, but he was like Jimmy Gentry. You never, he was gone before I ever knew he was a prisoner of war yeah. in the Second World War. Yeah, he, yeah, he was, is what was rare. I mean, he wasn't in there long, but yeah, yeah. he, he, I was going to say if you want to, he was probably at the time of his lifespan, he was probably the most beloved man in the county. Um, there are few people who deserve a statue. Yeah. Uh, two of them that do deserve a statue are Harry Guffey. And Ed Moody. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> See, I, I didn't I, even I, have to finish. I miss Ed Moody. You know, he came through my office every morning uh, go to the mail. He, he could take a shortcut, cut through our office to go get the mail. And every morning he'd stop and tell me a story, you know, about his... His uh, business. And, you were uh, like a pig in slop. Oh man, I, I, I miss him so. And I, I told Eileen that at the uh, uh, when I went out to talk to uh, her, her where she lives now. Uh, and there, there's a there's a void in town when those guys die that can't be replaced. That's true. Uh, let's talk about this man. Yeah, Mr. Hardison. Mr. Henry Hardison, uh, and. Uh, County, uh, Williamson County Quarterly Court. That's he, right. He was one of the first. A Tuskegee Airman. No. He wasn't? No. Uh, no. I he, thought he, what role did he play in? I, I don't know, but he wasn't in Tuskegee. That was uh, uh, Mr. Patton and, and Tommy that, Mur Bobby. Uh, uh, that's Mr. right. Mur I'm thinking uh, of Tommy Murdoch's yeah, dad. Yeah, that's right. And, Robert uh, Murdoch. Uh, but uh, out of that. Same. But he had a great influence on, on, on the children, particularly in the black community, because he taught over at uh, Johnson Elementary and coached uh, 
he had he had a great influence, and he he could handle boys probably better than <laughs> just with a look. Just with a look, yeah. Um, uh, there's something. Uh, there's one person here I'm not familiar with. Who is the police officer? Uh, uh, oh, he lived down on the end of Adams there. Uh, Hud, Hud, uh, is, is that Hot Hood? Hot Hood, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, he was a longtime police chief. Sure was. Uh, again, in a different day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Franklin wasn't Mayberry. No. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was in some but, ways. But Hot Hood was kind of like Andy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to tell you who Barney was. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, looking through here, uh, there's a, a, a smiling gentleman, Mr. Bob Sewell. He's another one that when he passed, there was a great void. He did more things just to help people out than you can imagine. He did it the way you're supposed to. He did it quietly. You did, he was very just. A, he was just a a, a a real gentleman. There are people like Ed Moody, like Bob Sewell, no telling how much they wrote off. That's right. At the uh, end of the year, or in, uh, they just let a bill go. That's right. And uh, uh, I, well, Doctor Guffey was the same way. You know, oh, he, he yeah. very few people. Uh, had to pay under his uh, administration. Pick some out here, uh, Rick, because you uh, you know more of these people uh, than uh, than than well, I, I do. Well, I see Dr. Walter Powell down here on the bottom. He's next to Dr. Guffey, and you know he uh, he had he was a uh, his office hospital is still standing over on Church Street between no. third and I mean between uh, fourth and uh, fifth. Uh, and of course, there's Asa Jewell, who was a mayor and also uh, important in the uh, uh, Jewell Tobacco Warehouse. You know, that was such a tobacco in this county was a big money maker, mm -hmm. and it was a cash crop. It kept a lot of little farmers going. It was a big hit. Milk selling milk by the you know uh, gallon was. Uh, kept a lot of families going that milk check but you know the big the big hit would have been the tobacco sold in November and December and January. It happened once a year yeah and Franklin was flush for yeah. about a week or two it did. Um, uh, after tobacco sales. That's right and, and debts were paid off you know a lot of the businesses in Franklin and throughout the county uh, built the, two the banks. Country, the country yes mm -hmm. the country country uh, stores really kept some of the tenant farmers on, on credit until the big uh, check came through in, at the end of the year. How about Wilson Herbert? Wilson Herbert. You know, he probably furnished more barbecue at funeral at the <laughs> funeral home than any other person. I think any, he was there every time I was there and he'd bring in uh, food for the family. Uh, a real gentleman. Uh, yes, he was famous for Herbert's barbecue. <laughs> But now he was quite a realtor, too. He was in the realtor business and insurance. You know, he and Ann uh, and Tom had their office. Well, I know once it was on Bridge Street, and then it was on 2nd Avenue. Um, yeah. And Miss Miss Ivy Holt, you know, she was really a, a leading businesswoman uh, operating that service station on the corner. At first, as you come off the bridge at East Main and 1st Avenue, I mean, you know, there's not many towns can have a lady who who runs a filling station on on that corner now 
<laughs> is a magnificent edifice called Harpeth Square. That's exactly right. Uh, but on that very corner, Miss Ivy, in her overalls, yes. uh, would change oil, would, uh, uh, would pump the gas, and she produced some uh, children who were notable in this That's community right. as well. That's uh, right. Roy Mangrum, you know, worked in there. He was, no. uh, covered the seats. And, you know, at night, many people don't know that, but after working in the filling station all day, she'd go over and work, wait tables at Miss Dodson's. That's right. She, just, she was the Energizer Bunny. She, she did just, not stop. She just kept on going, didn't she? And uh, her, uh, her daughter became... Uh, two-time granddaughter. Gr oh, granddaughter. Yeah, That's right. Granddaughter became the two-time yeah. superintendent of schools yes. in Williamson County. Becker, Becky, Holt, Schwab. Yes, yeah, Schwab. Sharber. That's right. <laughs> she is Mrs. Jerry Sharber. Now. Mm -hmm. I see the two people up here at the top that are kind of important. Uh, Mr. Martin Torner and his wife Peggy. Uh, Martin Torner had a great influence on the farmers in the county, particularly those out in the western part of the county, Fairview. He had a deal where he, he uh, guaranteed them uh, a price for their tomatoes, and, so, and then they had their own grading system out there, and he worked a lot of people, uh, green beans, he would ship them by the train load, and, uh, and of course uh, the young boys liked him because they could sell their oh, furs. I, I sold him many a walnut. And walnuts, yes. <laughs> Didn't get much for him, but... Oh, well, not, <laughs> but, you know, for uh, uh, 10 or 12-year-olds, yeah. all the money in yeah. the world. That's right, it was. Uh, and th there was a different price. Yeah. If he hold them, he'd pay you a lot less. If yeah. you hold them, yeah. he'd pay you a little more. Yeah, let the car run over them. Uh, yeah, and many a day. And <laughs> I'm surprised my hands aren't green today uh, from those Martin And, and his wife's walks. important. She was really a, a cultural leader. Talk about she the was. library. Miss she was, they, they were strong supporters of the public library, and uh, she was really a gracious there's lady. A, there's a quote from you, Rick, about her. We'll go right ahead. Graciousness, enthusiasm, energy and ability are certain qualities to be considered in the selection of the Woman of the Year by the Business and Professional Women's Club. A perfect choice this year was Mrs. Martin Torner, who not only had three characteristics, these characteristics and in large proportion, but puts them to use and to most efficient use at that. Mrs. Torner does not accept a task that she does not do well, and her interests run the gamut, oh, yeah. religious, civic, educational, political, and social. And it was originally published in the Review Appeal, but it's also got credit to who's who in Williamson County by you. Yeah. Peggy Schatz Torner. Yes. Um, <laughs> a, a character. He was. Colonel Fulton Beasley. Uh, an auctioneer. I wonder whatever became of that Stetson. I don't know, but he wore it, didn't he? He, he was he, he was in high cotton. Yeah. Uh, you know, he he first started out up in Tom Cotton's barn up there. That's probably when you remember, and then yeah. he moved down in the late '60s down on next to us on the Second Avenue and First. Uh, I mean, on and Second and Bridge, and uh, you know his. Uh, uh, Community auction on Saturday mornings was another institution. You can go down there and see the same people every Saturday. Yeah. 
uh, I used to go down on Friday afternoons. I'd take Miss Nan down to let her look over the stuff, and she and the colonel were real buddies. And he <clears throat> he he sold a lot of merchandise. If he could get some of the antiques he sold back then for a dollar uh, and have them today, you'd be a rich person. Uh, from Mount College Grove, yes. away, Mr. J. Powell oh. Covington, Covington Feed and Seed. Seed down here on Columbia. And you know, you see, uh, you see a lot of. That's right. And his son yeah. did the same thing on Columbia Avenue. Big, remember uh, before it became Kane Buick Pontiac, it had that big red and white checkerboard <laughs> all that's over right. that building. That's right. Yes. And uh, um, there so many people you you look through these and again remember it's only three years and you you want to think well where is this so fellow mm -hmm. where is that lady well uh, uh, we had to start somewhere and stop somewhere or <laughs> this program would still be going at noon today another lady who we probably should mention that's now very few people remember who she was but miss lucille henderson uh, oh, yes. You know, she she did a lot of work. Um, uh, she was in the she was one of the founders of the library. Uh, but uh, her she lived out on Lewis Pike across from the railroad track, and uh, she was during the 1930s. Uh, she worked uh, through the government programs to get people help and assistance. Uh, Miss Mary. Uh, Montgomery talked about working under her and said she had such great influence that you know she could pick up the phone and call the governor and get anything she wanted uh, for Williamson County. It says in her obit here, in lieu of flowers, the family asked that contributions be made to St. Paul's Episcopal Church or to the Williamson County Memorial Library. Yeah, it was Memorial. War, War Memorial yeah. Library, yeah. At that time it was still on mm -hmm. Fair and Fifth Avenue. Uh, one of her sons, or probably grandsons. Yeah, Tommy. Uh, is the uh, uh, editor, publisher of the Nashville Perspective. Yeah, he's one of the writers, yeah, Tommy. Which is, a, which is a, you and I find it interesting <laughs> because anyway. Because we don't. live it, don't we, Tommy? Yeah. Let's talk about Judge John Henderson just a he moment. He was a character. You know, there, uh, like, you think about the judges back in this community's history. You think about Judge Smith. Mm -hmm. That's that he, goes he way back. He took Judge Smith's place. And then there's Judge John Henderson. Yeah. And so Judge Henderson was uh, was uh, quite a guy. You know, he during the twenties he served and thirties he served as Attorney General. For the state uh, of Tennessee? For, no, for Williamson well, County. County. Uh, well, this district, I think it would yeah. have taken in everything south of here and, and maybe a little west. But, uh, of course, his son, uh, John, is is still with us, lives here in town. I talked to him the other day. But, uh, yeah, Judge Henderson was quite a force. Well, now, let's get controversial here just a moment. <laughs> uh, I look at, uh, uh, at the piece about Judge John Henderson. And there's a square there. Mm, there's Rick Warwick's name. The reminiscences, the reminiscences of Judge John H. Henderson, spring 1980. That's only 40 years ago. Yeah. Williamson County Historical Society Journal. And what was Judge Henderson saying in that uh, in that article? Well, he had. To, I don't know exactly which. He he wrote. You know those Henderson, the Hendersons. Uh, his grandfather and his father and he and even his son 
wrote a, kept a diary, and uh, they are just treasures. And I think I probably quoted uh, from uh, uh, from his is one this, of his entries there. I don't tell me exactly what it is. Is this about Chip? About how Chip got his name? Oh yeah, <laughs> and that and that Judge Henderson had put a name on uh, the guy that did Chip. it. But I didn't think he mm. had a name. I thought Chip was. My my understanding was the man soldier on top was Mr. P-L-E-A-S Smith. Yeah, P-L-E-A-S Smith. Now, whether he was or not, I'm not sure. So he he got himself out of that. I call him Chip. I know him as Chip. Well, that's a rather new thing. That's uh, uh, recently given that nickname. I mean, the last 10 years. But there's a reason, and this is what Judge Henderson was getting to about how Chip got his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, pick out one more. Uh, but we're, we're running Well, yeah, so someone that's still living today is Miss Virginia White. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, she worked at Williamson County Bank for many, many years. And, of course, her, her husband, Jim, is right there next to her. Uh, uh, she, she was... Uh, Quite a lady, and it is quite a lady. The last time I saw her, I didn't hardly recognize her. She had lost so much weight. But, um, you know, the banks in, in Williamson County, and particularly in Franklin, we had the Harpeth Bank, the Williamson County Bank, the Bank of College Grove was down there on Columbia. And then, of course, later other banks have, have come here for um, the good business that they provide. But, um, you know, those old-timers in the bank kept, kept this economy going in town. Fuller Arnold. I don't. I think Fuller's also written up in here. I'm sure he ought to be. How, uh, you see, Mr. Joe Belafonte, one Belafonte, of the powers yeah. behind the Bank of College Grove. Grove that's right. Yeah. Uh, one of the powers behind. You talk about Mr. Democrat. Yeah. And mm-hmm. was well, uh, he a political boss? Um. Well, you know, he was on the county court for many, yeah. many years. I'm, Lynn Fryer ought to be mentioned because you know she right. was the first. She, came, she, she shook was, things up. Didn't she, she was the first woman on the Williams County Court. Uh, in the old quarterly court. A librarian. And she was a librarian at BGA, wasn't she? But uh, she talked about somebody who was outspoken. Mm -hmm. Uh, She did not... she didn't back off. She didn't back off. And I remember one time, you know, she would question, because she knew the budget committee, you know, met the night before and decided what they were going to do. And so she would, oh, she picked at him and oh, got so mad. Charles Meeks got so mad one day that he walked out and never came, <laughs> he, he never came back the rest of the day. She made him so mad. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mr. W.C. Yates. Great educator. Just a great educator. and Father just a, of the Chamber of Commerce. A, 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 he was really a great human, and I, I sadly didn't get to know him until the last year of his life, and I met him out here in the parking lot. He was coming in to pay his, his taxes. I think it was the last day of March, <clears throat> and uh, we stood out there for an hour, and he, he said, oh, I've got to go up and, 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 and put it. So, and I said, he said, well, come to my house. And so I went over and spent the, an afternoon with him, yeah. and it was delightful. One, one more name before we ter- have to turn this thing around. <clears throat> well, I see Mr. Jim Chapman uh, is in the corner down there, and, of course, there's not many people living today that remember P- Chapman's Pie Wagon. I, I've tried to keep it alive because it was such an institution sitting there on the square in front of Trice's Hardware. Can you imagine that today? Can't imagine it today, but, you know. Um, in fact, there's two, wasn't it? Yes, it, it was one over by the, uh, the, uh, the courthouse besides there. Miss Smithwick was the last one yeah. to operate uh, that one, but uh, what a, what a, 
it's a great collection. Oh, Herbert, Har uh, Mr. Uh, Robinson, you know, at the Williams at the uh, funeral home. The son of Burwood. He was the son of Burwood. Well, no, really Boston. No, I, 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 yes, he was the son of Boston, and uh, Cle the son of Burwood was J.B. Aiken. And he's in here, too. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mr. Aiken was, uh, as, as you know, Bobby Langley puts him up there with all the men because he kind of let the boy neighborhood yeah. boys play on the BGA courts and uh, things. Yes, and of course, Stuart Campbell. Uh, show him Stuart Campbell, if you would. Look at this drawing, and you're going to see somebody who is 70 years old right now, and this is what Brother Campbell looks like. But this is not Brother Campbell. Campbell no. This is his dad, Stuart Campbell, uh, from uh, Harpeth National Bank, and uh, Sam Fleming helped raise him. And, uh, uh, but you look at Stuart Campbell and... and uh, Folks not from around here would call brother Stewart. Yeah, but this sure looks like brother. Of course, uh, you know you ought to say probably Buddy Mills. He was uh, the principal right. at the Franklin, Franklin Junior High. Junior High had a great influence on uh, the town. Let's do this more often. We need to talk about Anybody? old Williamson County more often. Because it's disappearing, isn't it? Uh, uh, sadly, but it is. Uh, we have a better community, depending on what you call better. Uh, but uh, but from uh, we we need to remember uh, where we came from. Exactly. Dolores, twenty five dollars, and where do you take that twenty five dollars? You can take it to make it out to the friends of the Williamson County Library, and you can take it to the library, uh, <clears throat> or you can uh, pay through Amazon. There's several ways to do it. Okay. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you both so much. Uh, and uh, Mr. Michael, we're about to turn it back to you right after we thank the folks from WCTV for helping us kill two birds with one stone this morning. News is next from WAKM Franklin, Tennessee, streaming live on WAKMWorldwide.com.